And a very good day, beautiful people. And let's get into this. So one of the questions that I've had posed to me after the last episode was, Chet, why do you think that the education system doesn't work? And I think to explain it, I think what we've got to do is use an analogy. So imagine for a moment that you are a parent and you have a child who's passionate about a sport. Let's call it golf. Okay. So at the same age, at the age of around six years old, little Riley Golden and all of his friends who show a similar aptitude, a similar love for golf, similar sort of physical ability, all start to go into getting coached. Okay. And we all choose different coaches. And as the years go on though, Riley, uh, he listens to the coach, he applies himself, but as years go on, he starts to realize that he's falling further and further behind his opponents as, his, as the other players get better and better, and they start to leave him behind. And now as a parent of Riley Golden, who obviously loves his child, who wants to see his child do the best, um, I have the choice in that moment to either stick with what isn't working, Okay, or I get to make a choice and choose something different to what we what I'm currently choosing so that Riley Golden has the opportunity to at least compete on the same level as other kids. And this is the same thing that is happening throughout the world. If you can imagine our country being like that six year old child and at the age of six, all children are very, very similar. Okay, it's once they enter into an education system that things start to change for the first time they get into rows, they get into lines, they, they wear uniforms, et cetera, et cetera. And so their world starts to change and they become exposed to an education system that is ultimately going to yield a certain set of results. And if that certain set of results though, isn't up to the same standard as what other people with the same aptitude and the same skill levels who are applying themselves just as much, if they're not getting those same results, then obviously the thing to do is to look at the coaching. And in this case, when we're looking at the coaching, the coaching is our education system. And, you know, you might say, okay, well, hold on a second, Chet, it's really not that bad. I mean, you know, we're looking at private schools and they've got a hundred percent pass rate now. And there's, you know, there's all these kids that are getting A's in school, etc. you know, but that's not the proof of the pudding. All that is is testament to the fact that, you know, private schooling is very, very good at getting a certain set of results. But we need to look a little bit further and extend ourselves a little bit further to have a look at what's really going on in the country. We've got massive unemployment and ever increasing a number of unemployment in this country. And it's amongst everybody. It is not just the privileged or the underprivileged. When we have to look then also at what is ultimately happening, happening at universities, because if the function of school, which it seems to be, is to funnel children through an education system to get them to the point where they're university ready, then surely then the, the testament to the fact that the education system works should be the results that we're getting from universities. And look, the results are staggering. Okay. So this is actual data that is collected and reported every single year. Right now in the country, there are 1.7 million students in universities and technical type of schools. Okay. About two thirds of those kids or 1.1 million will drop out before the five year mark. So let's assume that the average dropout is at year two. Okay. And that the average yearly tuition is around 65,000 Rand, which is a very average amount of money to be spending on university right now. Okay. So we take that 1.1 million. Okay. We times it by 65,000. So that's just one year. Okay, we're not even getting into year two. We're just assuming that they drop out after one year. 1.1 million, right? Times 65,000 equates to 71.5 billion Rand. I'm just going to let that sink into your head for a moment. 71.5 billion Rand wasted, gone. Money that could have been used for entrepreneurship, for different types of education system, for, for, for growing food, for, for starting businesses, for doing so much other stuff. 
that is such a staggering amount of money that if it was, if it was, if this education system that was actually taking this money in was a single entity, it would mean that would be the second largest producer of money in this country, the second highest grossing company in the country. That is staggering. Even if I'm only 10% right, the fact that we're wasting 7.1 billion rand every single year on education is staggering. And then you factor into the, the, the fact that only six, of the 600,000 that are remaining, only about 50% of those are actually working in the fields that they work. If you don't believe me, look around, ask around. I've, I've done my research. I've gone around to recruitment companies and found out the data. So it's actually around 70% of people who are applying to change jobs are actually no longer working in the field in which they study. Now, our, you know, 70% obviously a high number. There are still a lot of people that work in the, in the industry. So let's filter it down. Let's say 50% of the people. That means that only 300,000 people, okay, per year are getting degrees. Of the millions of kids that are passing the trick, if that is not an argument to suggest that the education system is not working, it is not yielding what it is intend intended to yield, then I really don't know what is. So now what this does is it obviously exposes something, okay? And the question we've got to start asking ourselves is what is the issue here? So for me, it kind of boils down to a few different things, okay? Number one, school is not preparing children thoroughly enough for university. And the resulting gap between the standard of university and school is just, is just massively exposed. So what do I mean by this? I mean that school is much easier than university, for one thing, okay? So at school, especially now, it, what we're seeing in private schools, which really, if we reflect on it, private schools have a role to play in getting the results for, you know, not necessarily for you as, a, as, as, a, as an individual or for your child. They wanted to market themselves because a school that has a 100% pass rate, a school that has, that has the most distinctions is going to be a school that is perceived as being better. But is it really? Because if you spoon feed kids and all they do is learn and study and get prepared for exams and get through those exams with successful results, but they've got no life experience and they've got no idea of what they want to create, what they want to be and what they want to study, then what the fuck was the point? On top of this, there is obviously some sort of gap. And I remember leaving school and going to university and going, oh my goodness, this is so much more difficult than what school was. So there's a gap there. And that's something we have to look at. The other thing we have to look at is this, as I, as I mentioned to you before, there is a gap all right, between what children perceive as being something that they want to study and being what they really want to study. So in other words, when I left school, I had a bursary to study and I took the bursary because my parents couldn't afford to send me to university and I was a really bright child. So I went to school and I spent one month at university and I remember it being more difficult than school and thinking to myself, am I really going to do this? Is this what an intelligent person does? They go because somebody else has given them money or because they're ex because I'm expected to study and I'm now going to study something and commit myself to what? Five years of studying and then another five years to pay back the money. For what? I don't even know if I'm going to enjoy this. I don't even know what I'm going to create with this. Is this what intelligent people do? And there's a, this is what I'm talking about. Right now in schools, there is no offering of real life experience. There is no real test of aptitude. There is nothing that is developing kids in the way that allows them to understand what their vision for their life is. What do they want to create? What do they want to be? What is their aptitude? What is the direction they want to start moving? School doesn't do that. It takes the opposite. It takes those children who display massive amounts of aptitude and starts filtering them through a system, you know, a, a system of judgment, a, a system of grading, a system of comparison, 
a system of really math, science, accounting, geography, and this very linear approach to life and gets them to the end mark and then goes, okay, cool. Now you've got to figure out what you want to study. But how? How do you figure out what you're going to do for the rest of your life when you've had no exposure to the real world? So school is really lacking in this area. And it doesn't have to be. There is so much that we can do to change this. And it also starts with the parents because this is the third aspect of what where the gap comes in is because parents lack the awareness to encourage their children to take some time off after school to figure out what they'd like to study. Or, you know, even better than that would be to start putting some pressure on the schools and start saying, listen, man, let's let's do some real life stuff in schools. Trim the fat off this of the curriculum. There is so much crap that is learned in school that we do not remember. If you reflect on what you learned in school, all right, and you take, listen, you were in school for 12 years or whatever it is, you went through learning spans of stuff. How much do you actually remember? How much of it is functional in your day-to-day -day life? How much more useful would it have been if you had actually been exposed to different types of jobs, to different types of work, you know, fields of work, um, you know, to find your aptitude, to find your groove and to start going, cool, I now know what I want to create. And based on that vision that I have for my life, I now know what I would like to study. And because university is so difficult, it is so easy to drop out when it is not relevant, when you don't know why you're studying it. But if you've got a goal and you've got a vision and you're looking at it going, that's where I want to go and this is what I need to do, this obstacle, this getting a degree is what stands between me and achieving that thing, then it is much easier to do. But there is nothing like that that is taught in schools. There is no exposure to that way of thinking. And this needs to change. Because if it doesn't, we are just going to keep creating the same thing that we are at the moment, which is victimization which is a, 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 a massive amount of children believing that they've got no skills and no, and no aptitude. An amazing amount of kids coming out and going, I have no idea who I am or what I want to be or what I want to create. But it can all change with a different education system. And this is what the focus of this whole shortcut series is about. Even though it seems like right now I'm, 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 you know, I'm criticizing the system, it is not about criticizing, it is about bringing you to the awareness that there's something astray with what is going on and how ultimately through these, this series of blogs and vlogs and, and videos, we are going to actually unpack every single aspect of education from uniforms to the pricing structures to, you know, to, to physical education, every single aspect we're going to unpack, we're going to have a look at, and we're going to have a discussion around it. And I'm going to bring you to a new awareness of what else is possible so that you can start to get a better understanding that there is a different way. And it is, it's, honestly, it is so easy, whether it's a government school or a private school, it is so easy to make small changes that will ultimately yield massive, massive results. But the change starts with you. It starts with listening to these podcasts. It starts with sharing these podcasts. It starts with getting this level of consciousness out there so that it spreads through the masses and so people start getting into question about what the fuck are we actually doing with our, with our, with our youth? Because we need to do something different. If we don't get this next, you know, this next batch of youth worked out, if we don't get them becoming leaders and innovators and creators, we're not going to create anything useful for the future. We need producers in this country. We can no longer be standing out with our hands out expecting corporations, expecting big business, expecting the government to somehow create jobs. We have to create them ourselves. We cannot rely on those large, powerful entities that have nothing else in their minds other than themselves to look after. We have to look after ourselves. We have to look after each other. It, nobody is going to do it for us. And it starts right now with really having a hard look at what's going to, what it's going to take to create change. And 
honestly, guys, I really do welcome any feedback. You know, um, I'm not married to any of my ideas. I just simply seek the truth. And if you've got something that you want to share, you want you want to come on this podcast, you want to sh- you want to talk to people as well. Please do. I'm very open to it. I'm not married to any of my ideas. I'm not the sum of all of my of all of my thoughts. And my thoughts, my ideas, my beliefs are changing constantly because I'm constantly questioning: Is this real? Is this really a truth? What else is possible? What is better than what we currently have? So please ask yourselves these questions as you go through the week. Reflect on this. Share it. Listen to it again. Until I catch you next time, lots of love. Bye.